Here by the Owl podcast is a podcast for owlets and wise owls alike. Join hosts Nikki Fiddle-Eye-Doll and Brianna Briegel along with rotating owls from across the country as they discuss what it takes to advise from time to time. Our podcast is fueled by the true knowledge from empowering agricultural education instructors and ripen with the wisdom you will never learn in a textbook. Here by the Owl podcast. Uh, tonight we have a really fun episode um, scheduled and we're, we've been really excited to uh, to get this started. And so we have Tara with us. And she's going to talk about um, a recent supermarket sweep activity that she did with her kids. And then Brianna and I have a few activities to share um, as well. And so before we get into um, the content for this episode, uh, Tara, why don't you start by introducing yourself and letting our listeners know a little bit about your background? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Thank you guys again for having me and reaching out to me. Um, about sharing kind of this lesson that we did at our um, high school. Um, But my name is Tara Eby, and I am currently teaching animal science at uh, Sussex Central High School in Georgetown, Delaware. Um, So agriculture education and teaching in the classroom came to me as a second career. Um, I worked in the agriculture industry previously and then decided to go through the alternative routes of certification um, to become certified to teach Um, agriculture. And so now I'm currently teaching animal science um, and I'll be going into my fourth year um, of teaching at Sussex Central High School. Awesome. Well, thanks again so much for being here with us. Um, If you would just talk a little bit about what the supermarket sweep activity is um, and kind of how you set it up with your students. Yeah. So um, I, I think I mentioned this to you guys as well, but I was listening to one of your podcasts about how you guys um, did an activity with some of your officer trainings about where you gave them money and they were able to go to the grocery store um, and kind of come up with different things. Um, So I knew that that wasn't going to be possible for like this training that was a little bit smaller for us, um, but I wanted to incorporate it some way. Uh, So being the 90s uh, child that I am, I was just like, oh my gosh, we got to do this supermarket sweep. We could totally do that. There's no one at school. It's summertime when we're having this. Um, and I just like automatically pictured like our students running through the halls with our greenhouse carts. So uh, just like something fun to kind of get them uh, motivated mid- midsummer. But anyway, um, long story short, we, um, how we kind of framed it was, you know, we showed them a very short clip of supermarket sweep And, you know, kind of told them that we were going to make this like an FFA sweep. So we picked topics with our chapter officers uh, just to kind of like review uh, just like some of their FFA history and um, some roles as FFA officers that they would have. And then we put in a a small like food creation um, portion at the very end. So kind of like modeling the supermarket competitions. Um, And then we broke them as advisors, we broke them into um, groups previously, Uh, but then we wanted them within their groups to kind of decide like who was going to be um, different roles. So the roles that we had was an FFA master, um, a cart runner, and then an influencer. Um, So we explained what each one of those roles would be. And then um, as a group, they had to choose what they were going to be, what, what they were going to, um, what 
team member, I guess, was going to do uh, which role. Um, and so we kind of didn't really touch too much on that because we wanted them to kind of have their own ideas of, you know, what made that person stick out to them for that role. Um, and then we kind of circle back to that later. Uh, but previously, before we kind of started this whole entire um, challenge, like all the advisors, we went out in the hallway and like posted paper that had answers to all of the questions that we were going to ask them. Um, so they would have to physically take the grocery cart and then go and get um, that answer. So that was kind of like their grocery store find, I guess. That's kind of how we tied it in. Um, so we played three games with them or three rounds. It was FFA matchup, um, which was their history, and then the officer one. And then um, we went into the food um, creation at the very end. So I love that. And what, I mean, you guys teach Ag Day is coming up. And so something like this, you could you could even make more challenges, modify. What a great activity to go along with your FFA unit or even just to highlight ag education. Um, mm -hmm. I love that. So for someone that's going to, you know, maybe implement this, um, what what advice do you have now that you've done it or what supplies does one need in order to um, do this in their own classroom? So I, I was the whole entire time while this was going on, I was definitely brainstorming, like same exact thing. I was just like, how can I do this in my classroom? Like it would be a great, like, you know, performative review before a summative or something with an FFA unit. So I was kind of trying to brainstorm that as well. Um, I think like, as you know, you're, you know, like we were just, we had the whole school open, you know, so there wasn't any other students in the building. Um, so I think that it would be a challenge if you had other students in the building, you're letting kids run rampant with, um, you know, carts or whatever. So um, that's just like something to be mindful of, I guess, maybe, you know, just making sure that you do have free reign of that area. Um, if you have extra spaces, like, you know, if you want to do it in the shop and you want to post things, um, that kind of thing. I think it would be more doable, but um, I kind of see this like you could definitely um, supplies wise was very, very simple. Um, we used our horticulture carts that we already had, but I mean, you could do something as simple as like just giving them a basket, you know, just like something to add it uh, to be a fun and kind of put them into the, the theme of everything. So um, just something as simple as that we gave them um, name cards. I have all of that listed in our, um, in, in some of my resources, so you don't have to recreate those, um, but just anything, you know, this was only, um, I think 10 kids, whereas, you know, your classroom could be a little bit bigger um, or smaller. So any way to, um, you know, organize students is always a, the best plan. Yeah, if you were going to do it again, any, any changes that you can think of that you might make now that you've done it once? Um, I think we, I would probably, like, I, I definitely like the food portion, um, of it all. So I think I would only play like one game with them at the beginning, like maybe the FFA history and then get right into the food. Um, I think you can lose them, you know, with doing too many questions and that type of thing. Um, the food creation was really cool because we put the, um, the planning aspect, like we gave them all of their supplies and they had to make a cake uh, that if they were to go to a new FFA member that had to basically tell the story of like what FFA was, um, so they had to decorate a cake with the supplies that we gave them. Um, so we kind of gave them some like left field items as well. Like uh, I think one of them was um, like noodles um, 
and just like random things that you would not decorate a cake with. Um, so I think I would try to like kind of focus maybe more on like the food creation portion because we gave them like the 10 minutes of planning um, to kind of show them that you have to plan before you actually go and execute an event. Uh, same type of thing. So I think I would try to maybe focus more on the food creation um, along with the learning, but uh, just to, you know, shorten maybe to allow more time for the food portion of it. I love all the like the different modifications that you did with it and just makes it really easy to, to use it like really in any class because I think sometimes we get so stuck on like I could never do that because I don't I don't teach a foods class or mm -hmm. um, I don't have a shop you know for some yeah. cases but um, really being able to use it and um, I like the the name cards and I think anytime you can kind of like talk up what you're doing in the classroom and make it sound really fun and make it as similar as like a game show or a show or whatever it is, um, the better. Mm -hmm. Are there any other supplies that you felt like you really needed for this activity? Uh, going back to like the food creation, like we did have quite a few supplies. Like, so I just brought in, you know, two cakes that just like two regular sheet cakes. So I guess like whatever food item you did want them to create, those would be the supplies that you would need to focus on. Um, but I mean, again, I also thought like, if you didn't want to bring any food in, you know, I, schools are different right now. Um, in, in areas. So I had also thought of if we had to in the classroom, they could be drawing something like drawing a food item or creating a menu. I, I don't know, just like something like that, that would be a little bit different. That would be, um, you know, more cost effective in, in maybe not as much mess in a, in a larger classroom setting. So. Well, okay. So I'm just thinking like ag business, for example, mm -hmm. is kind of like, it's an area for <clears throat> for me, but like, how cool would it be to like modify this to where you give kids a bunch of like images and video clips and uh, things like that, and they then have to create an ad or a website for a business. So the same concept, right? They're given a bunch of stuff and they have to, you know, put it into action, and so get creative um and you can Absolutely. you know like you said you can you can make it fit anything mm -hmm. uh, what's the worst that happens it doesn't work the greatest and then you just right. move on. <laughs> yeah and i think one really cool thing is um I, at our school uh, we do have seven there's seven ag teachers so we're a pretty big department um, but our admin staff is always very, very supportive of, of, you know, everything that we do. So we tried to get them involved in like the activity a little bit too. Um, so like they were actually the judges of the cake contest. And I mean, that could, this could be totally something that you could do, you know, when you're getting observed and just have whoever is observing you be the judge or, you know, something like that. So um, just like simple as something as simple to showcase what you're doing in the classroom, I think is always a, a good thing to address. Yeah. And that's the best time to invite people into your classrooms. Like your administration will say that, do that, like actually invite them, send an email, even if it's last minute, like my favorite, we always did this hot dog challenge and um, my kids would make the weirdest hot dogs, but my principal couldn't say no. And so I'd get a couple of teachers that was their prep time and my principal and like, what a great time to bring them in to your room. Like it's, 
not going to be formal evaluation. It's not even an informal evaluation. They're just, they want to be involved and great for them to interact with your kids. You don't have to eat the weird things that they created. It's right. overall beautiful. Um, so, so do that. I really like it. Um, I, there's just, I think, I think if you just sat down and you looked up like supermarket sweep and mm-hmm. uh, the chop challenge and you just watched a few episodes, even not even a few, just like parts of episodes and you start to draft like what you want and then you tie it to a class, you'll find something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, and not to mention just fun, like pick a, pick a topic that's a little dry and, and use, use some of these to like spice it up a little. So I love that. Um, and for those of you listening, um, Tara shared some great resources. I loved seeing the pictures of your kids (laughs) because they were just so excited. And that's why like we reached out because like, that's just fun, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, we're going to share a few. So when we reached out to Tara, we were like, well, let's, I mean, Brian and I like to take game shows and games and, and reinvent them into the classroom. And so one of our favorite books that reminded, you know, when we, we saw Tara uh, post on social media was I'll take learning for 500. And so we wanted to share you uh, usually. So it's about using game shows to engage, motivate, and train your students. Um, it doesn't even have to be students. It could be adults. Um, some of these in here are written for like, like people in the workforce even. And so um, check it out. I'll take learning for 500. And I am going to pull out one of my favorites. And then Brianna is going to pull out one of her favorites. Um, I kept mine simple because sometimes you don't have the time to craft this beautiful thing, right? Or maybe you're like, like Tara said earlier, maybe it's a really cool activity, but there's, you can't have your kids running around. It's just not the great, the best format. And so beat the clock. Um, it's long off the air. Um, if you YouTube it, you'll find some things, but essentially it's a fast paced game, um, that involves, uh, team members working together to, to compete or to complete physical challenges by, um, before the the time is up. Okay. And so uh, this is actually in the book written for um, someone training someone else. So not in the classroom, but you can easily modify it. So essentially um, you create random teams and they're going to be given challenges. And so the way I'm going to modify this, and we're going to talk through this tonight is uh, any class that has uh, a physical, like I think like vet science, for example, imagine doing beat the clock with like not tying, um, adding a splint to a, an animal's leg, uh, putting on an Elizabethan collar, uh, anything that now keep in mind safety, like you wouldn't want to play beat the clock, cutting a piece of plywood on a table saw. Okay. Um, and so find things in your classroom that your kids can kind of have some fun with, um, and so essentially all they do is, is they're put into teams. Um, someone has to evaluate because if you're going to have them put a, an Elizabethan collar on, you have to make sure they're properly doing it. So you need somebody to, to evaluate. Um, and they're, they're going to get, um, 
they're going to get 60 seconds to do it is uh, the premise. You might have to give more time depending on what um, type of physical activities that you're going to be doing. Tons of energy. Easily modify this and just have fun little things. Great chapter meeting activity. Um, requires teamwork, um, which is always fun. Um, I think the limitation of this is it doesn't work well with like fact-based questions. So not a great review game style, but very high energy to, um, to have some fun with um, some of those physical things that students have to know um, and is also a great, a great FFA meeting activity. So um, it's called the Beat That Clock from I'll Take Learning for 500. Brianna, why don't you highlight your favorite? Yeah, so like Nikki mentioned, I feel like watching game shows and TV shows in general and trying to figure out how to use it in the classroom is one of my favorite things. Um, and growing up, my mom watched a lot of Food Network, and she still does. Um, so that's kind of where I got the chopped um, challenge idea from. But the one I'm going to talk about tonight is Cutthroat Kitchen. So if you haven't seen Cutthroat Kitchen, it's the same kind of premise of chopped where they're trying to make something um, with ingredients. but they at certain times of the game are thrown um, different challenges that they can bid on for their their opponents. If they win with their with their money, um, then their opponent like they can assign it to an opponent. So, for example, maybe it's uh, I've seen it before where they have to do all of their cooking on like a play kitchen or in an easy bake oven um, or with one arm tied behind their back. So it's some sort of like limitation. So how I thought, obviously you could use it in in like a cooking class or food science class, but I thought it would be kind of fun to do in like maybe you're having students build something in the shop um, and then they get different um, challenges that they have to maybe bid on similar to the show and assign to their classmates. Um, but maybe one of them is they can only use hand tools. Um, maybe they can only use a certain amount of lumber. Um, you know, you have to keep safety in mind. Obviously, you wouldn't want them, like, closing their eyes or anything like that. But um, there's, you know, maybe they can only use a certain paint color. Um, you could do the same thing with, like, a floral arrangement. Maybe they can, they have to tie their hand behind the back and try to um, make that arrangement with only one hand. Um, or limited supplies, only a certain type of flowers. I think there's a lot of different ways that you can modify it. Um, for whatever type of contents that you're built or that you are teaching, um, I think the same thing too could be done with um, some small animal, like designing housing for small animals or building housing for small animals, and they're all given different limitations. So lots of ways you can modify it to fit whatever content area area you are teaching. Yeah, and I think I think it's all about like Tara said, just running with it i mean you have nothing to lose by trying it and now like now that she's done it once once you do it once you'll even have more ideas your kids will give you great ideas which is always super fun for them to to uh to contribute and then you're going to be excited to try it again and so um check out the book i'll take learning for 500 um even just just watching tv and um, watching some game shows, you'll be surprised at what can inspire you. Tara, why don't you highlight a few of the resources that you're sharing with our listeners about your supermarket suite? 
Absolutely. So I have actually attached the uh, Canva presentation that we used uh, for our uh, chapter officer leadership training. So I have that. And um, before uh, uh, Nikki and uh, Brianna contacted me for this, a couple of teachers from my district had reached out just wanting to know more information about it. So I did a a loom recording um, just explaining the method to our madness of putting this all together um, and kind of walking through some of the slides. So I can also attach that. Um, I'm sure you're tired of hearing me talking this about it, but uh, just super passionate about it. It was a great activity. The kids learned a lot from it. Um, and I think once you kind of put your mindset into doing something fun like that, it just continues to to grow and you know you can not only put it into the classroom but even training teams for um, you know different uh, you know CT events and um, LDEs. So awesome! Well, thanks so much uh, for being here. If people have questions and they want to reach out to you, what is the best way they can contact you? Um, so I can also attach um, my email is very long, like all districts' emails, but um, <laughs> my email would just be tara.eb at irsd.k12.de.us. Again, I'll put that in the resources, um, but simply I feel like we're all on Instagram. That's where I, I feel like I interact with a lot of other ag teachers that I've met. Um, and that's just T Tatman. Um, and that's on Instagram. So. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for sharing um, your awesome activity. We're excited to see um, our listeners be inspired by you like we were. Um, and and if you want to try it, and if you do try it, make sure you tag Tara because that's I think that's the best part is I'm um, getting to see other people do it and getting ideas from for them. So thanks again for sharing with us, Tara. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. For those of you listening, make sure you like Here by the Owl podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you could do us a favor, share this uh, this episode with someone you think it could help. Um, like and rate and review our podcast and reach out and share something that you're yeah. just as passionate um, about as well. Thank you so much for listening.